What is up, guys? So, um, first road episode of the show. So I'm down in beautiful Del Rio, Texas, right off the uh, the border of Texas and Mexico. Here, um, down here doing a little bit of work for the uh, for the week. So hanging out in the hotel room tonight. Had a few ideas flowing. Thought I'd jot them down here and relay them to you guys. But first did you guys notice anything different about the beginning of this show so sure you did it's a new intro um not mine though so over the weekend me and my oldest son put together this little uh this little intro for him he's um starting a gaming youtube channel and he's getting everything ready to go and I told him, I was like, you know what you need, dude? You need like a sweet intro. So he came over this weekend. We spent about two hours um, fiddling around with a bunch of different ideas and ultimately came up with what I think is pretty sweet, pretty sweet intro. Um, and it's got his um, his nickname, he calls himself the Legit Boss. So we did a little uh, deep voice drop in there on that. So pretty pretty sweet little intro. And the funny thing is, as we're going through this, um, we got done and we took it out to the car. He wanted to hear it with the bass, you know, and so we took it out, started jamming, drove around town for a little bit. And just like, I mean, had an awesome moment. We were hanging out and, you know, we, we built this thing together. Um, pretty cool little little um, intro tune. He's loving it, you know, and then we're just cruising around town jamming like we're the coolest two dudes in town, right? And... <clears throat> I kind of had a, a moment where I realized this wasn't something I ever got from my parents growing up. Um, so, like I said in the the first episode, and I was sort of talking about my background, you know, I'd mentioned that coming from a small town... Um, Technology, engineering, all these sorts of things weren't really a big deal. Um, creativity in general wasn't strongly promoted. It seems the kids nowadays have a lot more support, um, but when I was growing up, it was mainly like football. That was a big thing, football, and um, I was naturally gifted at football. And you know, for a long time, I enjoyed playing it. Don't get me wrong, I love playing football, but um, that wasn't really where my heart was. Um, but that was the most support I ever got was whenever I played football, you know, everyone came to the games. Um, my stepdad was really involved in my practice. He was coaching. Um, my my dad and my stepmom came to the games on the weekends if they were in the, the town where they live and, and these sorts of things, right? And um, for, my, for my, my dad... He didn't really give a crap about the football, but I only saw him every other weekend, so he wasn't quite as involved in the weekly, you know, what I should and shouldn't do sorts of discussions. Um, 
and so no fault to him. I mean, the man owns his own business. He did those. He did his own thing, right? And <clears throat> but I remember getting into to high school and realizing I was looking for what am I going to do with the rest of my life? You know, because this was something that most kids are out partying and doing whatever. You know, I did my share of, of having good times in high school and whatnot, but um, I was looking at the end game for myself, and I couldn't justify spending so much time playing football because I didn't see a payoff, and I didn't have a passion, and I was getting to this point where why do I want to put in my... Um, free time into something that I, I didn't feel I was going to get a, a return on in life. I mean, I'd been playing since I was about, I don't know, maybe six. I mean, I started in like little, little first grade, however you are in first grade. That's when I started playing football and we played peewee sports all the way up till freshman year. Um, freshman year, I broke my shoulder and so I was out and then I had some time to reflect and ultimately ended up deciding to walk away from it and I remember to this day I'll never never forget the conversation I had because my my true passion was in music um, writing I wanted to play drums I mean that was my my passion I love the drums I still play the drums all the time I've expanded now that I've gotten older I play guitar harmonica sing write, you know, all these things, but writing and drums in high school were like my number ones, you know, that's what I mainly cared about, and I remember <clears throat> the night that I had the conversation that I was gonna walk away from that, and two things stuck out to me um, when I had this conversation. One, well, actually, I guess we'll 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 go deep on this, and I and I'll just lay it all out on the table. There's a few things. So, quick little backstory: my uncle um, was sort of more of an older brother to me, still is than than actually being an uncle. We were and are extremely close, and um, uh, he went off to college to University of North Texas, I believe. Maybe Texas women's, maybe both. I don't remember exactly, but he went off to to major in music and jazz studies, I believe. And um, I don't know all the details. I'm not going to give his story because I don't really know. But ultimately, ended up dropping out um, and struggled for a while to get on his feet as a musician. And he was living in Denton, Texas, which at the time, 90s, was a booming music scene. Um, a lot of stuff going on. You know, the Toadies came out of that scene in that era. Um, if you don't know who the Toadies are, you've probably been living under a rock, possibly a rock at Possum Kingdom. Anyway, um, so all my family saw was my uncle being a struggling musician, and you know, from his late teenage years up until his mid twenties, he was kind of back and forth between living with my grandparents, his mom and dad, and back to Denton and back and forth, and always trying to get up on his feet, right? And but he was really trying, you know, and it just never never panned out. I, I you know, and I don't like I said I don't want to give his story. I don't know all the details, but it never really panned out. And but I always looked up to him. And so the, the night I'm having this conversation, I tell my mom and my stepdad, 
you know, like I don't, I'm, I'm walking away from it. I don't want to play football anymore. And two things came out of that conversation initially. Um, the first thing was, you think you're going to be a musician, you're going to end up just like your uncle. Um, which to this day, I'll never forget that that conversation. I'll never forget the way that I felt knowing that I had zero support in that moment to do what made me happy in my life, right? I mean, <clears throat> it's hard to, um, it, it's really hard to accept that as a kid because you, you feel like these are the people that are supposed to uplift you and support you in, in what you're doing and, you know, the... The second thing was my stepfather told me, you're going to miss out on the greatest years of your life. And I didn't think much of it then. I was just like, yeah, whatever. Um, Looking at it now, I I feel like that's a very sad and depressing outlook to have if you as a, at the time probably 35 40 year old adult look back and say your high school was the peak of your life man holy shit you got more problems than i do bud you know um and looking at it now i can't imagine high school being the peak of your life i mean that's if anything that should be the the beginning you know that should never if if, if high school is the peak you're you're doing it wrong my friend um but that's just my opinion so then the the last thing that really stuck out was it was such an uproar. Now my mom and my real dad hate each other. They hate each other with a passion. They, you know, they I, you know, I'm not going to dig into those details, but they don't get along. Um and this was enough for the first time in my life and the last time that I can remember, the only time they sat in the same room together with around an issue that concerned me. Um, and it basically was my mom begging my dad to come here and convince me to not quit playing football. And I'll commend my father to this day after that conversation. He sat silently for the most part, and he stood his ground and said, I just want you to do what makes you happy. And then at the end of that conversation, we walked outside, and he told me to my face, I don't give a fuck if you play football or not. That means nothing to me. You're my son, and I just want you to be happy. And looking at it now, that should have really struck with me, but it, at the time, I, it couldn't even remotely measure up to the weight of those words of you're going to end up like your uncle, never amount to anything. You know, that, that just kind of struck me through the heart so hard that at the time that my dad telling me, you know, you're just do what makes you happy didn't even sit with me because I was so kind of ripped apart. You know, and I think I was 14, 15 at the time. Um, and so I was pretty young. And what happened was my... this From what I can tell, it was sort of the slow decline of my relationship with my parents at that point. Me and my mom have kind of gotten a little bit better over the years. But, you know, this was kind of the, the decline of the relationship. And... You know, it's pretty tough to talk about, but my point being with laying all this out on the table is I 
you know, I I will never tell my son he wants to be a YouTube gamer. And I'm never going to say that's a waste of time. You don't do that. That's stupid. You know, you're wasting your time. You're never going to amount to anything um, or any of these things. I, I go the other direction. I stopped what I was doing for the day. I had a lot of stuff on the, on the agenda for the day I needed to get done. And I put all that aside and... I, we sat down and we had a great time making this intro. And I mean, it seems small, right? Just an intro for a, a YouTube channel. But to him, it meant everything, you know. And that it, that's the big thing here is it meant everything to him. And because for me, I didn't have that. I, you know, I, I had no support doing anything that was considered, you know, like a dream or a passion. And I think it's something that runs in my family. My uncle being a musician, having that same sort of creativity in his heart and running through his blood. And he was told by his dad, you know, oh, it's nothing but a dream. And dreams are only there to help you get through the day. That, I mean, dad, what a, what a sick thing to tell a child. Because of your own fear, your own insecurities or whatever it may be. To, but to, to knock your kids down... Because here's the reality, right? You have your entire life to go work a fucking 9-to-5 job. You've got your entire life to go do that. You've only got one small period of time when you have no obligations other than to yourself, and that being your late teens, early 20s. And, you know, so what if they fail? Let them try. Support them in that, that journey because you don't know... You don't know what could have been if you never at least try, you know. And so as a parent, I feel like it's your duty. Protect them and guide them into making the right decisions and to be responsible. And don't, you know, not go off on the deep end where you're, you know, you're living at home and you're 40 years old in the basement and you haven't made a dime and you're, you know, choking your parents' wallet. You know, right, there's the extreme. You don't want to do that, but, you know, you got to give them room to kind of spread the wings and go. And, and experience, make that experience because I'm living proof at 28 years old it's taken me this long to finally work up the courage to do what I want to do and feel like I can and so what's the, what's the point, right? let me get to the real heart and the point of all this so I was in first off um there's a absolutely amazing dude. Um, if you haven't heard of him, you need to check him out. Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, amazing man. I mean, this dude is really laying all the facts out on the table for people in my position. Um, if you're listening, possibly your position where you have some sort of passion um, and you want to make that passion your full-time career, job, whatever, you know, and, and create your own success around that passion, right? But what I love about this guy is he's not like, hey, this is possible as long as, you know, if you can dream it, you can do it sort of thing. He's, he's a realistic dude. He's like, you know, it takes a lot of work, a lot of hustle, and he's straight up about it. You know, no bullshit excuses. I don't want to hear your problems. You know, everybody's, like in the real world, everybody's... Um, got some sort of disadvantage in life right you know and so what i like about the guys he kind of cuts right to the chase about here's what it's going to take i'm going to give you the information and tell you this is what you need to do 
free of charge, but it's it's up to you to do it, right? And so I, I love this dude, but I recently discovered this guy um, over the past week, and I've been I started reading his book called Crushing It. Um, I'm just into it, you know, maybe a quarter of the way through it, but holy crap, is it, it's an awesome read. But at the beginning, there's something he, he talks about, um, which is your passion. And I never really, you know, so I always knew I had this, and I've already discussed it on here, and I'm already rethinking this entire thing because I had this idea that my passion was really software, creating software. And it is. I enjoy creating software. But I think it's it. the idea of a passion goes much deeper than that in life. And so I was, I was really trying to evaluate what outside of just making software, what is my true passion? And it kind of clicked with me all a couple days ago. Um, myself and I'm sure a lot of people do this like my shower time is like a lot of reflect and kind of digest from the day and the week and that's like my think time and so like I'm in the shower and I'm just kind of brewing over all this stuff you know I've been reading and looking and you know I I discovered the dude a couple week a couple yeah a couple weeks ago now and so I've spent a lot of time listening, engaging in the community, you know, and checking them out and kind of dipping my toe into all this. And that that passion keep, keep, keeps coming up, keeps coming up. And then I get the book and I'm reading the book and he, he's really digging into this idea, of <clears throat> this idea of passion. And so I'm thinking about it. And I was like, you know, over the past two years, year and a half, I've been on this kick of I want to start a business I want to you know I want to take my software skill that I'm learning and I want to do something with it my own way you know make my own way in this world with that skill and I kept having this recurring theme sorry I had to get a little drink I kept having this recurring theme come up of (coughs) sorry um this idea of small business, right? And 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 I don't mean <clears throat> small business like, you know, old dude's got a small company, he makes a few million bucks a year and he's got, you know, twenty guys under him or fifty guys under him or whatever. But I mean like like legitimate hustlers, you know, like independents, um, maybe a mom and pop shop where they're running two to five, maybe ten employees max. You know, but these <clears throat> these people that are in the game, running something that that they truly care about, right? And I, I always kept coming back to this, like, what can I do to hone in on this? And I I always kind of walked away because I never could I never could say what's in it for me. You know, I never could answer that question. Well, because the reality is, software is expensive. Um, so approaching small business and saying, Hey, can you, you guys want to spend five grand on a custom built software for your little corner store? You know, no, nobody's going to go for that. So I, I could, I could never figure out how am I going to approach this angle? Um, and so I would, I would walk away from that thought, but I, I kept getting drugged back into this. And <clears throat> so the other day I'm in the shower and I'm thinking about this and it all kind of hit me like a ton of bricks right in the back of the head. 
that I realize that is my passion. My true passion is not necessarily in software, but my passion lies in utilizing this skill that I have and leveraging that skill to create a pedestal for small businesses and individuals to stand on and give them just a little bit leg up in this world, especially with technology being so prominent. Um, because I think largely because that was sort of taken away from me as a kid, I was built, you know, those words of like, you're just going to end up like your uncle that all that did to me was make me feel like I, I'll never, I can't do it. I've been, I've lived in this fear of there's no way I could ever be successful at anything outside of a, a regular nine to five that an established, if you will, sort of company and job. And I just go in and I do what I got to do and I go home and, you know, live for the weekend. I never, I was kind of programmed to think that that's what it was and I could never be successful outside of that. And so then it all hit me and I realized that's what I'm passionate about is giving people a a helping hand, if you will, on or for the ones that are doing that, the ones that do what I envy that I don't do, um, which is if you're a musician, go go try your hand at full time musicianship. If you're an artist and you go try to be a full blown artist and you put yourself out in the world, and, and you know nowadays with technology and so much stuff is free and available and you know, it's hard to get lost in all the noise and, you know, and, and so my stance is I want to do with my skill anything in my power to elevate these people and make them, make the process of them becoming successful at that as easy as possible. Now... I still, I'm kicking around an idea. I'm working with a, a buddy of mine on this idea. Um, I, we had a long conversation about this today. Um, a lot of great feedback. And so I, I, I've got a little nugget of an idea. And even, and I, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, I, I really think that I'm moving the right direction here because everything that I've built software based wise has always been in the idea of not what do I care about what is gonna make me money what do I think I can easily market and sell and I feel like when you're going after passion yeah that Obviously, if you want to start a business, that has to be in the back of your mind, even in the front of your mind. But I, th I think about it like this. Do I want to put my time and energy into something that, if it were to succeed, am I going to do it? Do I see myself doing it? Do I want to do it for 10 years, for 20 years? I mean, if you're lucky enough, 50 years. Can I see myself doing it for the long term? And I've never really thought about that before. I've always thought about, okay, what's a market? Okay, here's a market. How do I, you know? Let me approach a product, and I'll, I'll I'll make a product. 
and I, I think that that plays a lot into why I don't <clears throat> stay heavily focused on them because, I mean, you go through the cycle, right, of getting burnt out and, and working on them for so long, but there's that other side of, I don't, there's nothing that's really driving me to do it outside of the financial gain. And even that, it's a possible, it's not a guaranteed, right? And so, I don't know. I'm, I'm in the middle of decisions right now. You know, and I'm. I wanted to share this because I, I had this huge realization, and it, and it couldn't come at at a worse time, right? I'm mean, I'm in the middle of, um, working on a a product that's pretty close to being done. I found a competitor in the market, so I was thinking about how do I pivot this product, and and then all of a sudden, as I'm as I'm working through all this out of nowhere, with one simple event of me spending time with my son, I kind of get smacked in the face with. I don't I don't think I'm doing the right thing right now. You know? And I'm here's the way I judge these things. And that's why, you know, I wanted to put it out here, um, make it public because it's this is a process that I go through pretty frequently. Whenever I get a new idea, how do I validate the idea? I let it brew. I let it sit, I think on it, and then I see if tomorrow or in two days or in three days I still feel as passionate about it. Um, and that's typically how I validate if I want to work on a product or not, or if I feel like <clears throat> it's worth my time. But as I've said, every time I've done that, whenever I'm, I'm kind of letting these things marinate, it's, it's always f- this financial idea and this market idea. It's never, how do I feel about the product emotionally? How do I personally feel about this product? I've never really put myself in that position, so I'm gonna I'm gonna try this out and I'm gonna relay it on the next episode. Um, how I feel about it, but I you know I gotta say right now it's late, you know, so I'm a little groggy. Been driving like four and a half hour drive here, but you may not be able to tell from my voice, but I am excited. Um, I've kind of my voice is kind of going out because I spent. I spent uh, over an hour talking about this idea with a buddy, and then I spent another hour and a half talking over this idea with my uncle, um, and then I just spent another over an hour talking about it with my wife. So <laughs> I've kind of kind of wore out my voice over the last few hours, just really running all the ins and outs on this because it's I don't know I don't know how to explain it. I've never never really felt this way about a product idea because it's more than I don't know it's more than just excitement. It's hard to it's hard to explain. It's like, it's like, um, I don't know. I don't even know. I I can't even put words to how I feel because it's. I mean, it's. I'm excited, yeah, but it's. It's almost like. I've. You know that part in the Goonies, where they finally find the pirate ship and the treasure and they can't do anything but smile you know like you know they're all pumped right but that that initial reaction is just like holy crap we found it you know and and when you when you watch it it's like they go through all these things you know and they they know what the ultimate goal is but they don't really know what they're going to find and so there's like all these like these little adventures that they go through and there's like exciting moments and low moments and exciting and low and then all of a sudden they open up 
the cave and they see the ship, right? It's uh, I think that's I think it was in a cave. Oh, it's been a long time since I've seen that movie, but that's kind of how I feel. It's like I don't I don't really know how to react. I know I'm extremely excited, but I feel like I found like in my heart and soul and my being everything I've been looking for in that passion because it's more than just the application the application is great and that's awesome but it's more than that it's it's I found my way of giving back to a community that I otherwise wouldn't be involved in because it was taken away from me at such a young age and I say take away taken away right like like someone robbed me of my childhood or something that's not the case it's just you know, when you're when you're young and vulnerable, things like that, like your entire support system saying, "No, you're never going to be able to do that." I mean, that shit tears you down, man. You know, and it sticks with you. It still sticks with me. I remember that so vividly, like it just happened. Um, and it creates this this whole this whole idea of you you put yourself in this self doubt because you were told you can't do it. So, the people you rely on the most are telling you that. Why would you be able to? You know, and and so these people that I envy, the ones that are the go-getters and the uniques, and you know, you know, all these different like cliche labels that people put on this group of people, the artists of the world, right? Like, I feel like that's me from afar, and then this is my way of giving back to that community that I see from a distance. I see them struggle in the world, not all of them, but a large majority of them. I mean. When you think of musicians, right, how many musicians are known versus the amount that are not? I mean, it it, it, it just, ugh, I mean, it completely outweighs the amount of people that you actually know their names, right? You know, because they, they struggle, you know? And then of that, of that group, how many are actually doing it professionally, you know? And look at any field, photographers, artists musicians you know and so what I can do to give into that community um, to kind of maybe even even one percent of that struggle if I can alleviate some of it man I think that 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 I think that's what I'm meant to do I think that's what I'm here for and that's what you know I've been developing this skill and I'm able to come at it from multiple angles of of being in that community and and being closely tied into people that are in it and seeing the struggles and talking with them. And, and you know, it took me a long time to get out of this idea because, you know, I have a family, right? So financials are always the number one thing whenever I'm wanting to start a business. Like, okay, well, i got to find something that's going to be able to sustain us. Yeah, because I have a mortgage and kids and, and all these things. I've got to be able to pay the bills, right? Um, and so it's always been at the forefront, but I don't think that that's the way I need to go about it if I want to do it right. Yeah, I mean, I I don't want to be in that same group of people that I talk about, the ones that are in for the quick payoff, the copycats. Not that I'm saying my idea that I have is completely original. It's not that. It's just that I, I think I found that passion in a project and something that I could see myself. I could I could completely release this for free. Work it as a side hustle and be completely happy just saying, yeah, that 
I did that and I gave that to that community and that community of people are better now because of what I produced for them. Not, not in an egotistical way, but as like I could silently go on and be proud with myself about that even if no one knew that I was the one that made it um, because I gave back and was able to contribute to the ones that I wish I was a part of um, and the ones that I I wish I would have had the nerve as a kid to say no I'm going to do what I want to do and I just didn't you know I'm not wired some people are wired that way to go nah you can't you can't knock me down I'm not one of them I'm one of them that you know I have to have some sort of support structure in my life because then I you know like my wife probably hates listening to me talk about product ideas and stuff but I, I, I think I gotta validate things um and that may all go back to that same instance and that same incident but yeah that's just the way I am and so with this though you know talking with people I feel really really happy about it but more more than the product I feel pumped on the entire idea of what it brings to the table you know I, I think that that's what I feel most strongly about and even you know I even went into it when I had the conversation today sorry I had to move the mic here um with my buddy I even went into it initially with this like standard business idea like oh well I'm gonna make this so that you to help you manage your business and and he basically was like no it's like no like let me tell you what I need and then I was like what the craziest thing was I def man this was the original product I should have been building and started to build <clears throat> months ago and thought to myself no one wants this um not necessarily that no one wants it but no one's going to use it and then sure enough the first dude I talked to about this idea was like I mean that's a cool idea but what if what if you hand me this cuz this would make my life so much easier and I went I had the idea and I walked away from it so do not take me to Vegas is all I got to tell you <laughs> but anyway I mean just after talking with a dude today man um talking with some family some friends and getting it out there like I said I feel more pumped on this idea than than anything else so um I think I'm gonna wrap it up there um it's getting getting pretty late here in my old Del Rio hotel so I'm gonna start start winding her down but um so last thing I um created the intro for my son's youtube channel he doesn't have a name yet but you know he's uh he's getting ready getting ready to, to launch that here soon so as soon as he does i may actually have him on the podcast and talk with him you know see where see where he wants to go with it so i think that'll be interesting to talk to my son and get an idea of what his dreams and aspirations are and you know give him that support and you know i know like he listens to the podcast um, which is, I think it's so cool that he takes the time to, to listen to me. And I, I don't worry, I tell him which ones I say naughty words in so he doesn't listen to those. I make sure he skips the ones. I think I've had a couple now where I've said some uh, some bad words in, so I make sure he stays away from those. But, you know, he listens, um, so I think it, it'll make him feel pretty special to come on, you know, and anything I can do to, to uplift my kids to make them feel like they can accomplish anything in this world. I mean, I said, it's so important, man. So important. So anyway, um, 
as soon as he gets all that stuff figured out, we're working on getting the whole YouTube channel set up. Um, I'll probably probably drop the info to that and you can go check him out. He's he's just getting started. I know I don't remember. I think he's playing Fortnite. I believe is the game he's playing right now. Um, and then the new Call of Duty. I don't remember which one it is. World War. I'm not a big gamer, so um, I'm old school. I play Half Life and Duke Nukem and Doom. Mm, yeah, that's about it. Not a big gamer, but he's playing the new one. I think Fortnite's what is what his big one is right now. But so he's getting all that stuff settled in. So I will definitely have him on here soon, and you guys can meet my oldest son, Skyler. And it'll be pretty sweet. So, anyway, um, I think that'll do it for the, for tonight, guys. So, all right, we will holler at you guys later, and peace out.